I've spent the last three years learning from some of the most ingenious fund managers around. And now I've decided to take the plunge and start my own fund. The real question is, how will I do it? With no investors and without an Ivy League degree, this podcast is going to give you the answer. Join me and follow along as I share mine and other stories as we start and build multi-million dollar investment funds. I'm Bridger Pennington, and this is Investment Fund Secrets. All right, so in this video, we're going to talk about venture capital, what it is, how you get started, what the relationships needed, and kind of just some nitty-gritty details, okay? So Lincoln here is our resident expert in all this. Uh, oh. Previously worked at actually at a venture fund, though. Mm-hmm. Previously also worked at J.P. Morgan as well. So to give a little to toot some horn over here, you, Lincoln you. knows what he's talking about <laughs> when we're doing this. All right, so venture capital. You, you'll hear the term venture capital and then also angel investors. Now, what's the difference between these two? Essentially, venture capital is your trade. You're investing other people's money into small businesses, and angel investing is you're investing your own money into small businesses. Okay, so usually a little bit more of a group and kind of a formed entity, and then just kind of by yourself. So, but let's talk a little bit about the relationship between these small companies, right? So you're investing in seed companies, early, early stage companies. And there's kind of, when you look at a venture fund, there's two types of people that you'll see on the founding team, like as the general partners. So the first is an expert investor, right? This is somebody who has worked in the industry like healthcare for 20 years or worked in finance or something. You know, they've invested in businesses before, right? And the second type of person is an entrepreneur. And a successful entrepreneur, I'll say with that. This entrepreneur has already been on this side of the coin, probably company ABC Co. has built it and sold it and now has a lot of cash to play with inside of a venture capital fund and wants to go reinvest into new companies, the next generation of entrepreneurs. Yep. So these two together kind of make a dynamic duo, right? And then there's you, right? If you're one of these people, great. You know, that's awesome. You're, you're well on your way. If you're not, you have two different options. The first is to become one, right? And the second is to partner with one. So partnering is pretty self-explanatory, right? But becoming like, yeah, you can become an entrepreneur. You can start a business. You probably have, but I mean, you're in this to start a venture capital firm, right? So let's talk about how you become an expert investor. So when you first think of expert investor, you think of someone that has a Harvard MBA, JD MBA, whatever, and they have done this for 30 years. You don't, it doesn't have to be the case. A lot of these, some of these funds, actually a great example is Harlem Capital started, venture capital funds started with $25,000. They started, each each member put in $5,000 each is all they had. And they started investing in early, very early stage seed like companies. Like a cafe, you know, they, a cafe in a super small business, boutique firm. So by just starting though, by actually doing anything, by starting, you are now ahead of 95% of the other type of people in the space by doing just one deal or one transaction. Mm-hmm. My first fund was $49,000, right? It's nothing, but it's more than 95% of the other finance people in the world have done. It's $49,000 more to be exact. And so <laughs> and so it actually, it, it builds you up here. One other example I want to give is a great guy I brought on my show. His name is Sam Yaffa. He started out of college with a venture capital fund and he became this expert investor. The way he did it was the way he positioned himself. He said, hey, I'm young. I'm 23 years old. I know 
what consumers my age like to invest in. So I bring me on to, as a partner. You guys are all 50 years old plus. You do not understand the difference between FaceTime and Zoom and a Google voice call. Like you just don't know, right? But I do. And so I could be a better advocate for these. These You're trying to invest into a small, hip tech startup that's gonna change how millennials do business. Well, hey, I'm a millennial or I'm a Gen Z bring me on your board. And, and that's how he leveraged himself into actually a very nice position at, at their fund and, and did very well. So start thinking about that, right? The team dynamics there, like that's the most crucial thing in a venture fund. So let's talk about the relationship between a venture capital firm and the companies they're investing in. Unlike private equity, where in private equity, you are hands-on, you're, you know, you're really injecting a ton of money into the business and you're flipping management, selling pieces. Um, venture capital is more of a passive role, right? Where you are investing money, you're still advising. It usually happens where you get a board seat, usually maybe 20% equity in a big round of funding is what the company's forfeiting in exchange for your expertise, so you gotta understand, when this company is looking for money, you, if it's a good company, you're not gonna be the only VC firm that is trying to invest in them, right? Because all these VC firms raise the money and there's just this one deal that's really good, right? And that's when you know a deal like a fundraising for a company can become oversubscribed. So you really need to make yourself unique, right? Like as a venture capital firm, like show that you're a good partner to work with. Mm -hmm. A lot of these companies are going to shop, actually, VCs. There's actually a lot of money out there. Oh, yeah. Um, and they're going to do a good job of vetting you. They they want to make sure they're bringing on a strategic partner. Think about Shark Tank, right? Sometimes there's two sharks. They have similar offers, but the entrepreneur would choose one shark over the other because there's more than just money that that firm or person adds. A, a company's going to do the same thing, especially in the venture capital space. What does your firm even, there's, maybe there's other value add that you can provide besides just dollars. You can provide expertise or coaching or mentorship or other partnerships or other people. Those are things to consider your relationship with the companies you're investing in. Let's, uh, let's pivot a little bit and just talk about where venture capital fits into this space, okay? So you've seen this in some of our other videos, but this is kind of the life cycle of a business, okay? So you kind of have your growth stage, a mature stage of a company, and then maybe a distressed stage. So the company is doing well, it's finally, usually kind of this mature stage is profitable, and then eventually companies die, and then right here is kind of like idea, right? It's like only a concept. So venture capital firms, they play in this space right here, okay? It's all very early stage. And the first dollars that a small company raise is usually referred to as a seed funding, this comes from the three S we like to call, the friends, family, and fools, right? And then of course, maybe angel investors or VCs. And then for each round of funding that a company raises, it's just you know a series A, series B, series D, series E. So as a venture firm, it's very common to have you know kind of an area of venture that you specialize in. So this would be late stage venture, this is mid, and this is kind of early stage venture capital. Right, and you you kind of want to stay in those sectors, right? Because they each have different characteristics. An early stage venture firm, seed and A, it's a lot riskier typically, right? And but with that comes a lot, you know, potential higher reward, right? And then late stage venture usually is a little safer, 
right? But like once the company's had this much, you know, received all this funding, they're usually grown quite a bit and substantial. They haven't quite hit profitability yet, so they just need a little bit more money. But obviously your equity positions aren't gonna be as large in a late stage venture firm. So not quite as good of returns. So, but you kind of need to be targeting where you're gonna fit into that. So in addition to a category, maybe you're a series A type of venture capital firm, a lot of VC firms will specialize in an industry as well. So some firms, the most common, would you say like a tech, right? Silicon Valley tech, Sequoia Capital, right? They're going to invest into these types of funds. There's actually a lot of VC funds that will do stuff outside of tech or a special version of tech. Maybe it's tech in healthcare or fintech or telehealth, or maybe you want to go to emerging markets. Maybe you like to invest in third world countries or developing countries because you see that there's this emerging market that's going to take off. And it's almost like seed plus compounding growth inside of an emerging market. Perfect. I'm glad you mentioned that, Bridger. Now, additionally, the big thing you need to think about as a venture capital firm is not only how you're going to buy these companies, but how are you going to exit, right? How are you going to get out of your positions? So on this life cycle, there's a few exits that could happen inside of here. Number one, the most common you always see is the IPO, right? Initial public offering right here at the mature stage, the company will go public and they'll sell. We just had, I think we saw DoorDash and Snapchat, some other big, yeah, some huge VC backed companies that finally IPO'd and all of these venture funds now have their big payday, right? They get all paid off and they made huge returns. That's number one. Number two would be that they sell to a large private equity firm or potentially another venture capital partner. So some VC funds, they get in at series A and they get out at series D or C, right? That's still an exit that they can put up their shares. And that's the only, they like to go from A to C. That's it. They're hoping the company needs more future rounds of funding because they that gives them exit opportunities. Or maybe they're not coming from VC, but a full out, instead of an IPO, a, a big private company is going to come and gobble up and buy all the shares. Or even a public one, right? Mm-hmm. Acquisitions yep. are so common today, right? Of these large mass behemoth entities just acquire several companies a year, right? And you maybe one of these smaller ones is poised for an acquisition. Mm-hmm. So typically in venture capital, you want to have like a five-year exit plan right? Like what, how am I going to get out of this deal? And how am I going to return money to investors? Right? The, I mean, the life of a venture capital fund is probably anywhere between eight to 12 years. Now you can file extensions on that, right? So at one of the firms, uh, venture funds, my buddy works at like one of their companies ended up going to IPO and it was like, right as they were getting ready to file was year 10 when their fund and they were supposed to liquidate, but they filed extension with their shareholders and extended the life of the fund two years and it obviously increased the value of those shares exponentially. So that's venture capital and kind of a wrap. Um, We'll go in other videos, we'll go more in depth on, you know, how to look at deals and, and market positioning and term sheet and things of that nature. Hey, what's going on? Wasn't that awesome? So what we've done is made a Facebook group that is free to the public. You've got to opt in and join it, but I go live in there every single Wednesday to walk through your questions, do live Q&A and walk through new topics. So if you want to connect with me, want me to answer your questions directly, join our Facebook group. It's Investment Fund Secrets. If you go online, you'll see it. We have a private group for our mastermind members. It's not that one. It's our free group. You guys can hop in, get questions answered, meet other people starting funds and, and join our Investment Fund Secrets family. If you guys are interested, go to Facebook Investment Fund Seekers. I'll see you guys inside.